0: We're going to come out of this pandemic stronger and better than San Antonio has ever
1: been. People out of work whose jobs may not come back. So how do we get them ready for that future?
2: At Port San Antonio, they have a lot of space. So right now, a lot of people are worried about um, living or coexisting with the COVID environment, right? And then post-COVID will be a different story.
3: Change is constant for Port San Antonio on the Southwest side. It's where Kelly Air Force Base once operated. Now it's transforming into a tech and innovation campus that CEO Jim Perschbach says is set for growth. Even as the effects of the pandemic hammer much of the economy. We're
0: very fortunate in that so many of the industries that we have here at Port San Antonio are not only weathering it, they're actually growing. When you look at what's gonna happen with the world these connected solutions. It's automation. It's robotics. It's new ways of protecting our critical infrastructure, protecting our aviation assets, and frankly, the military intelligence operations. So they're all growing. You go to our website fortsanantonio.us/jobs. What you're going to see is a couple hundred jobs that are open right now and hiring.
3: He says here there's a chance to use this moment to train hundreds of workers for careers where they can support their families and create a workforce that attracts even more high paying employers
0: our driving mission is to create jobs and opportunities for this campus and when you look at what we're doing here we've added what 35 3600 jobs in the past couple of years about 1200 this year alone the first question is where are we going to find find the opportunity. So by putting an education center together, particularly SAMSAT, Workforce, Saludines, Alamo, SA Works, Project West, what we are doing is we're reaching out into the community. We're creating those opportunities. And at the same time, when we go out to talk to employers about why they should come to San Antonio. Well, this proves that we're invested in education.
3: When you talk about new and growing industries, I'd imagine we're also talking about new job titles. and. Things that will need new types of training. How will this new tech training center specifically help fill that need?
0: We've been over and seen what uh, San Antonio Museum of Science and Technology has done. It's trying to show people how we can move in this new wireless world. With everything from computers being connected to electricity being wirelessly connected. You see those Tesla coils showing that you can transmit electricity wirelessly. And so the immediate focus for the next couple of weeks is the city's focus, the county's focus on just making sure that we're addressing the pandemic response. Let's make sure that we're providing training for people in the near term. But going forward, we want to inspire people that there is a future with the types of industries that we have here at Fort San Antonio and all throughout the community, and then provide that connection not just to an affordable education, but an
3: and then what kind of businesses will this training pipeline into?
0: What's happening at Fort San Antonio is we're hosting some of the most exciting companies on. There. Mm-hmm. There's plus one robotics that is taking artificial intelligence and sensors and putting that into robots and creating new jobs. Mm-hmm. You've got what Boeing is doing in standard Arrow, really taking aviation to the next hundred years. Some of the most exciting things in aviation going on there. Companies like IOMAX and technologies technologies who are developing new engineering and new technologies for cybersecurity. And of course, the city of San Antonio and CPS Energy building the r the Alamo Regional Security Operating Center, which is going to be protecting the critical infrastructure, not just for our community, but going forward for communities all throughout the country.
3: What lasting impact do you think what happens right now will have on our economy for years to come?
0: And in terms of economic development today, that's the most be able to go to an employer and say we have a community that can work to provide a bunch of people who can come in and do the work for you today that's exciting for them because it's not so much about incentives it's not so much about location you can get that anywhere in the world but as we move into this new economy which is going to be more focused on the human intelligence on that human factor making sure that you've got a workforce going to separate the true winners from the semi-winners and the also-rans in that economic
3: Doug King is the president and CEO of the San Antonio Museum of Science and Technology. For years, the museum has focused on educating and inspiring kids and teens to enter STEM fields and connecting them with the training they'll need to get there. Now, they're leading an effort to get adults ready for those jobs in a matter of weeks or months. We
1: used to say we were through 12, maybe even pre-K through 12. Now we can say pre-K through grade. And we're learning right along with everybody else. How do you do that in a way that that helps people?
3: And then what kind of jobs are we talking about? Like high-level coding and programming, physically manufacturing aircrafts. What kinds of jobs themselves, and who might be qualified for them?
1: The list you just mentioned is right at the heart of it, right here in the port. In the medical arena, as we might expect, an awful lot of technically oriented jobs. But these don't, many of these don't take a college degree or great technical depth. What they take is some good, solid training Mm -hmm. for people that already know how to work and people that are motivated. Uh, You can go through these courses and be ready at the end of it to go to work.
3: King says the center is working with people out of work because of the pandemic first and will expand where possible, along with continuing to work with K-12 and college-aged students. I think
1: this will be a positive thing in the long run out of this horrible thing that we're going through. So all of a sudden, we're not saying, here you go, we're handing it to you. Mm-hmm. We're working with them so that we have a continuous pipeline.
3: He says it could be key to generational change. Here's a very specific pathway. You do this and this and this, and by the way, right now, the government will pay for it ready for a new job. So you have a healthy participating person in
1: the economy. And oh yeah, by the way, their kids and their cousins and their little brothers and sisters see this and cement that pipeline. So in our efforts to say to particularly to to all the community, but particularly the underserved community, hey, take a look. There's a great future here.
3: Workforce Solutions Alamo is coordinating many of the efforts to get workers connected with training and jobs.
4: At this point, there are not uh, enough jobs to be able to fill uh, the types of uh, jobs that have been lost. Um, So now's a really good time to press reset and to retrain and upskill. So we would encourage people to um, get in contact with us because, you know, uh, Bayer County and others, uh, as well as we're seeking out additional resources to be able to train and upskill individuals.
3: If I think there's no way I qualify for these jobs, what would you tell me? It doesn't
4: matter your skill set or your educational level. Um, we have resources to be able to um, secure people with their high school diploma or GED. Um, but sometimes, you know, uh, some of the jobs that don't even require that, it's a matter of sort of getting a, a short-term certification, that will provide an entry-level type of opportunities into you know some of the targeted uh, industries that we support, whether that be IT, cybersecurity, manufacturing, construction, uh, the good news is that there still is a lot of jobs out there. Mm-hmm. So um, so the last thing we want people to do is to self-select or to self-deselect. Um, you know, we're, we're here to provide uh, basically the assistance as well as sort of the help uh, to be able to move people with the career pathways.
3: District 4 Councilwoman Adriana Rocha-Garcia says 15% of the port workers live in her district, and she's hoping that number will grow.
2: We know right now that there's hundreds of jobs at Port San Antonio, readily available. This could be cybersecurity, this could be IT, this could be advanced manufacturing, robotics. So there's jobs that people that get trained can then go and apply for and be eligible for. And I think that's the most exciting component of this.
3: So if someone is interested in one of those jobs, what should they do?
2: So if you see a job, for instance, in cybersecurity or aerospace, then you're a little intimidated at first by it know that there are certification programs that the city, by the way, has invested money for. And so through workforce development agencies like Workforce Solutions, Alamo, or even through uh, partners like SA Works, the Alamo Colleges, and Project Quest, they are ready to train you, to upskill you, to get that job that you maybe um, were a little intimidated about before, but that you know would be a great job for you and for your family to provide a family living
3: wage. What else is important for people to know in this moment?
2: So thank you for that question. I think that the other important element that we should consider is that Port San Antonio, they have a lot of space. So right now, a lot of people are worried about um, living or coexisting with the COVID environment, right? And then post-COVID will be a different story. I think what this does is it leverages Port San Antonio's um, properties, basically. So this is a space, this is an old gym that's going to be rededicated um, to become a training source and so a resource center where people can be spaced out and still receiving the skills, training that they need. Uh, So I think it's a great partnership with the uh, San Antonio Museum of Science and Technology because this is exactly what they teach. This is what they're teaching the students at a younger age, but now they get to also advocate this to the uh, older generation and the uh, communities that are out of jobs right now that need to get into jobs. So I think it's an excellent opportunity. I'm really happy that the board uh, at San Antonio has pledge $500,000 a year as a commitment to this because it re, re- what they're doing for the future of San Antonio jobs. So Kelly Air Force Base, when it closed, um, we know that a lot of people were out of jobs. Um, but we also remember that initially when Kelly Air Force Base was brought to San Antonio, it created opportunity. So I think that this is one of those opportunities that we leverage, that we learn from what we have seen so far, and that we put it to work, and we get these people back in jobs ASAP, and that we use that federal funding that we receive to do good for our families and our community.
3: This is a difficult time in many ways. But King, Pershbach, Rocha Garcia, and Lopez say they are still hopeful about the future.
1: Well, I've heard an awful lot of people say how much they love San Antonio. And how much they'd like to create the community of the future, but not lose what we have now. You know, let's let's see if we can't get these young people who are ready and willing if we could just give them the pathway for those people whose jobs aren't gonna come back, um, and, and use them to be the, the cornerstone of our future economy. San Antonio can have a very a great future, particularly
4: the good news is that uh, there are real opportunities we certainly are in a crisis but not all uh is lost uh, the real tragedy is not the fact that potentially people are lost their jobs if the real tragedy is that there are opportunities and people don't take advantage of them that's the real tragedy that mm-hmm. uh, a lot of so i want to you know uh, hit that that message home because uh, there are opportunities and we're here to uh, help out
0: we're going to come out of this pandemic stronger and better than San Antonio has ever
3: been. This was Commerce Street from Kens5 Eyewitness News. You can subscribe on Apple or Spotify or visit kens5.com/commerce street. Thanks for listening.